how many double quarter pounders with cheese do you think you could eat? In so, so we're saying like right. in I a have city. questions about like what is the timeline? Of right. This? I mean, like, it's the same timeline that you said you could eat six of the deep dish pieces. I don't remember pizza that I... what. I let's say we're talking about like, you know, it can be a long sitting, but it's a sitting. You're not, you know, yeah, it's, you're not it's, getting it's up. one continuous amount of eating. You, you get... get one pee break, not a poop break. <laughs> A single yes. pee break? Yeah, no pooping. <laughs> um, so great. I think unlimited unlimited beverages, your choice, whatever. I think two is easy. Two, no, you know, I might mean you might be a little uncomfortable afterwards, but no right. sweat. I get right. You're. I'm, I'm, I assume you're foregoing sides. Yeah, for, for the just purpose burgers. of this experiment. Yeah, yes, it's just <laughs> the burgers. Three, I think it happens. It it's not good, but it happens. Double quarter pounder is a lot of. Quarter, it is. A lot of, it <laughs> is. I you know, but it's not the you know. That's a quarter pound before they cook it. You know, it gets to you. Sure, it's like, <laughs> but it's two you're of not them. eating. Sure, sure, sure. You're not eating. You're not eating a half pound of beef per burger. I think the fourth one is where I'm like, would I finish that? Is it if you yarf, you lose? Like, that's like, or like, uh, yeah, if you yarf, you lose? Yeah. Of course, Andy. Yeah. Yeah. And like, it, re- it, it, it would be like zero. that. If you, like, yeah. it, you can zero. Keep going. It resets. If you throw zero. up, you can start eating again, but you start at zero. <laughs> <laughs> or if you poop. That's, that's the agreement. Um, wow. But that, I think it's, I, mm, I, Am I? This is the thing because I'm like I don't know if I could right, eat a is... fourth. I think if I could eat a fourth, I could eat a fifth. I but... don't know about that. <laughs> I don't. I don't understand I, that logic. <laughs> I. I think I got it. I. I'm only confident about three, but I think it could go past that potentially. Okay, so this is to say. <laughs> That there's a legendary piece of pizza <laughs> that is big, and Jesse claims she could eat six pieces of it. And well, how like, many? How many of them are in a pie? I mean, it's a big round pie. Is it cut into six or eight? It's cut into eight. Yeah, six easy. They are like ten inches long. Well, also, and like an I inch saw and a, half a picture deep. of it. It's, 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 it's like, like it looks like it was just bread like, and sauce. Was there cheese on? There no, too? there's cheese under. It's yeah, deep cheese goes pizza, under. Sure. It's deep dish. Yeah, six. No problem. Cheese, you're crazy. That's like eating twelve double quarter pounders with cheese. No, you eat one piece of this pizza and it's like you have to like take a breath. You can't. It's it's not. I've eaten. It. I'm telling you that it is not easy. <laughs> Six. I'm telling you, there is no way you could do six. <laughs> well, I'll uh, I'll come visit. Yeah, we'll see. We'll go to Joe's Pizza, and then we'll go to McDonald's the next day. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You're allowed and to use the bathroom bang. between the two, right? Like it's, it's yeah, they're different the days. You get between. Between. yeah, you get yeah, to poop in the different middle. Different years. <laughs> you, I think you have to poop in the middle, or what do you? Might, it, if you, you might walked, die. If you walked up to a McDonald's cashier. <laughs> How many quarter double quarter pounders do you think you'd have to order for them to be like, what's going on? Or like, that's uh, weird. I think 50? 
Well, right. Like it, I guess if you're, is it, you, is it like you're walking in as a single person and you're saying for here dine in. Right. Like, can I, right. Can I have four double quarter pounders with cheese? Are they like, are they like questioning you about that? I think there you do hit three. I mean, not, no, not that they wouldn't let you. Right. Like no, that, they the let cashier you, would make do, a comment about this I, is an unusual situation. I don't think situation. they. Oh, to make to get a <laughs> no, comment from them, or, I think or they like would, visibly they react make... to be like show you that they were like something weird's going. on. I think like... if you said three, you'd get just like a, and I think it would take four <laughs> or five for a, a verbal acknowledgement that they're concerned about you. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't think. I mean, right? I don't think they would ever say like, "No, or absolutely you shouldn't do not. that," or anything they would like get that. Fired. Certainly, yeah. But I do wonder how much it would take for. A, a, I think for a, there's a number like... that is less than ten where they would go, "Are you sure?" <laughs> right, or just like yeah, asking again, like, "Did I hear you right?" right? Like, yes, eight, yes. like. <laughs> <laughs> Can I get seven double quarter pounders of cheese for here? <laughs> No sides, cup. right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a water cup that I'm going to put a suicide out, in. They don't give out water cups at most McDonald's around here. Any, like, they've got I, signs saying, no free water. That's, that's I feel so like that's so illegal. I, I think I restaurants have to I, serve free water at least years. I don't I, think that's... I, 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 I understand why you think that, but I think it's just social convention. Sure. <laughs> Welcome to Can I Kick It? This is a podcast about film festivals. My name yeah. is Jesse Catherine Weber, and I'm joined by Andy Germuga, Colin Ashley. We are we're we're down Emilio this week, uh, recovering from a whirlwind New York adventure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. clubbing. Uh, <laughs> but what we do have is we've got. Uh, Sundance and Slamdance have both occurred. They are completed festivals. We've now got festivals in the book for 2024. It's uh, right. a real yeah. year now. 2024 is not the year without festivals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not. We are. Well, we can't be the year without festivals. We the next. We year. we had yeah. that already. Uh, it was the first year of this podcast. <laughs> That's right. Uh, yep. <laughs> but yeah, we we've had to there you know, there's a third one going on. I guess I could talk about the Rotterdam stuff I've seen. It's it's not under embargo anymore. But uh uh yeah, we uh we got some uh, some updates to go over before that. Um yeah, what order go. do I let's 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 do the updates specifically on some of last week's uh 
topics of conversation. Uh, yeah, topics. Uh, I've got. They're all most of the. Let's see. I gotta scroll up to the screenshots and things of these I've got. Uh, I mean, behind notes. the process, Jesse keeps screenshots. Yeah, no, well, no, no, no. <laughs> I am just like scrolling up in our messages to which because sure. I I took notes of the what the things are, but not sufficient detail to report on them. Is there a 2024 news doc already? There's not. I this is this is not so much festival news most sure. of these things uh and there there should perhaps be uh I should perhaps have the rest of the news more organized but I do not so it will be based off memory and then there can be a 24 news doc. Uh let's start with uh in follow up to our discussion on uh, the AI poster in season oh, sure. four of True Detective. An important follow-up. <laughs> Abs- I think very much yeah. so. Uh, so uh, someone... Just so good, by the way. I've seen three episodes. Uh-huh. I'm still liking it. Uh, someone just tweeted, like, uh, like retweeted a picture of it and was like, what the fuck is this? I can't stop thinking about this. How were they not thinking about this? Uh, and as far as I can tell, it's just a random person who tweeted this. Uh, you know, mo- over a thousand followers, but... Uh, and then Isa Lopez responds, uh, The idea is that it's so sad up there that some kid with AI made the posters for a loser metal festival for boomers. It was disgust ad nauseum. So... <laughs> funny yeah that's kind of all there is to say about that uh <laughs> i guess i believe mm-hmm. i don't think that's a live coping. i i think <laughs> but i can see both well, arguments i mean well, well yeah i don't i think I it's that. true that it was discussed i think that I think she is giving a post hoc justification that came out of the discussion. I don't think that was the initial intention. I think someone did it, and then they yeah. said, we don't have time to reshoot this. Oh, you think it's that? I think it could be that. I think someone writing... got mad, and they had a big discussion about it, and they were like, this is what we're going to say. This is this is what we'll say the point is. Yeah, I think it was supposed to be, like, annoying posters, and then they were like, we just did AI posters. And, so and then they like, had to be like, the fuck? Uh, I guess we can make it that this person's a loser, and that's what they have AI posters. <laughs> yeah. And that's the discussion. I think like, that, how do we yes. Retrofit? Yes. <laughs> yes, I think that's what happened. But either way, funny. Yeah. Yep, for sure. This is pure speculation. I also, I believe, I believe that <laughs> okay. they wrote it that sure. way on purpose. I mean, certainly <laughs> the setting. It said in the script, <laughs> this this guy printed Well, no, out. but like, sure. in, like in like production design meetings when they were okay. batting around. No, 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 ideas, yeah. All right, all right. Like, I, it, it certainly makes no sense for this setting to actually host a music festival of any sort, uh, given how remote and small it is. Mm-hmm. Hey, sometimes that's where you want to do a music festival. Hey, Andy. Kendrick Lamar played the Alaska State Fair in 2013. Wasn't that like a weird online vote thing, though? Oh, what? One of those things where like people like voted for... To send and he had to go to Alaska? 
I don't know. Like, isn't it like that thing I do where like it's like somebody, it's like the Walmart thing, right? Where it was, yeah, like, everyone did, voted um, for like an Alaskan Walmart. Was it to, like, Ava get... Max who had a play at a uh, Sam's Club uh, or something like that? <laughs> <laughs> One of those things where everyone online is it'd be funny to send them somewhere tiny, <laughs> yeah, somewhere tiny. <laughs> Yeah, go hang out with a Big real, Bird. Uh, a Bodie McBoat hey, face situation. Uh, then what else have we got? We've got uh, a comment from Will Hines on the Lempier right, poster. We did reach out to Will Hines for comments. Yep, and, he didn't uh, and yeah, we got, uh, am I going to end up seeing this? God help me. Uh, so Which I don't think we we no no answer. I him. I <laughs> mean I I I I responded. Uh, but we'll see. There you know maybe more on that later. Uh, and then in uh, <laughs> not bit updates, we've got uh, uh there was there was a uh, a clause that had been adopted by the uh, Senate of Berlin. Uh, that was uh, uh, an anti-discrimination laws with uh, wording that was uh, Zionist, I believe, uh, that was repealed. Uh, and at the time, I was like, I, I, you know, that's something. I don't know how much it is. The uh, official comment from the Strike Germany uh, um, Instagram has been uh, subsequently that, like, this is uh, big, but not, you know, it's not the thing and pulled straw. You know, it is a uh, indication that uh, the boycott is so far successful, but it is, you know, not the whole thing. Uh, and they, you know, they they reiterated their specific demands. So, also a developing story. Uh. And then what else have we got? We've got, we got a few, uh, we have, there's, so, okay, so, uh, CinemaScope, their, uh, final issue online, uh, have not gotten to read most of it. There's some, certainly some stuff that I'm interested in. Uh, I know there's an interview with Rodrigo Moreno that Jordan Cronk did, um, director of The Delinquents, uh. Derek Campbell wrote about uh, poor things, which I'm very curious about. Uh, but there is also, given that it is the last issue for the foreseeable future, uh, they did. Uh, Adam Naiman did an interview with Alex Ross Perry about two films that have not been released yet. Uh, one of which, the Pavements film, uh, Mark Perrinson, in the editor's note, does say that they were hoping to screen at Berlin, and I don't know if uh, scheduling just didn't work out, or uh, it's not done yet. Uh, and then also, uh, a video, an, an essay that he has been working on about uh, videos, like, specifically about the portrayal of video stores in film. Uh, that it sounds like has also been completed, uh, pretty much. Uh, so that's interesting, but, uh, all that to say there, it sounds like will be two Alex Ross Perry docu um, documentary issues this year. The pavement thing is all over the place. It, it does sound like there is, like, uh, 
actual biopic sections of it that uh, he doesn't talk about casting, but I assume there are actors uh, playing Malcolmus and whatnot. He did mention that uh, at one point him and Jason Schwartzman had been trying to sell a TV show of uh, Universal Harvester, the John Darniel novel. Whoa. Which would have been interesting. Uh, what do we think for this pavement movie? Tiff, or do you think something before? Um, I, Tiff would make sense. That was where her smell was. Uh, and I think it feels conceivably more Tiffy than, uh, the video store one. Yeah, I think, you know, like, it would make some sense in the current director's Fortnite, but I do think Pavement is playing some festivals in May, uh, which could be a, a pro or a con in terms of scheduling. Uh, but yeah, I don't know, like, Locarno could, Yeah, you know. Queen of Earth was Locarno, right? Uh, might have played or there, no, but he the, he I, did the uh, the cineasts of the present yeah. jury in Locarno, uh, definitely. That's maybe what I'm thinking. So we'll see. Hopefully, uh, you know, uh, excited for both, particularly the pavement movie. Yeah. Uh, I think Naveman, uh reiterates the description of it as very. I'm not very. Uh, did he get into whether or not the jigs factor in? <laughs> no, there's no... Uh, Still no word on that? No word on the jigs. Well, I feel like I don't, you know, I think we're going to have to do the reporting on that. <laughs> um, We'll get Andy on it. <laughs> I definitely know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. I just see Andy looking at us, <laughs> arms crossed, <laughs> frowning. <laughs> I'm just, I'm not completely baffled by the conversation in the last minute and a half. <laughs> um, uh, but then, yeah, we've got uh, three, uh, three new, three final films for the Berlinale special uh, program, uh, the most prominent of which is one of the uh, Kiyoshi Kurosawa films that he has completed. This is not the French one that uh, uh, I think it's Damien Bernard and Matthew Almerique. Uh This is Chime, uh, which is a, a horror film uh, about a student at a culinary school, it looks like, uh, that I believe was uh, produced by a company that is planning to put it on the blockchain, is what I read. <laughs> Uh, so look out for the look blockchain? out for that. <laughs> yeah, the block. I I don't know what you know. I don't I I don't know if the blockchain is a a singular like, entity as sure. as uh, as the phrasing would suggest. Uh, what else have we got? Vicky Creeps and Charlotte Rampling are in the Jarmish movie. Uh, they were spotted. Uh, I'm back to thinking that the Paul Thomas Anderson movie is Vineland. There's, uh, there's some funny pictures of DiCaprio. He looks like Zoid Wheeler for sure. Um. What was the other movie that, um, oh, the Almodovar yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. With that, uh, it's uh, Tilda and uh, Julianne Moore and Turturro, which Turturro's cool. Yeah. 
Um, That's a good fit fit for Amadova. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, it's a Gloria Bell reunion as well. Sure. God. Gloria Bell. Remember when she uh, paintball paintball guns his house? house. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. A movie I've only seen one time, but I can remember things. (laughs) You know, sometimes I worry this memory's been shot. (laughs) When I got the Gloria Bell, I can instantly picture her. Full of Gloria Bell. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I can hear all the women in the crowd screaming at that moment. It was so awesome. (laughs) And then Totoro afterwards did the Q&A, and someone was like, I hate you. <laughs> She's like, you're just like the rest. <laughs> yeah. Um. And then that lady was like, "Is this movie racist against white people <laughs> or whatever?" No, she was like, no, she "Why was is like, it more diverse?" There's like, like, only why white people. Yeah. Multi culty. Yeah. Yes. The... Multi culty was the phrase exactly. Multi culty. Yeah. That <laughs> one stuck in my memory. Yes. <laughs> that was crazy. <laughs> Yep. Uh, well, you know, there's been all sorts of sort of like, it's the new year, people are getting projects together. Lajla Nemish, uh, courtesy of Cinema Europa, it sounds like, has a new project uh, called Orphan. Uh, sounds like Lajla Nemish. Uh, Lily Gladstone has got their uh, follow-up to uh, Killers of the Flower Moon, the... Uh, Wow. Charlie Kaufman's script that Reed Morano is directing based on the Memory Police, uh, which has been in the works for, like, a very long time, I think. When is Fancy Dance going to come out? They gotta put it out. I don't believe it has received distribution. Is that true? That's Fancy crazy! Dance. I don't, I don't think Oscar. so. <laughs> well, maybe they're waiting. Next day... Someone's gonna announce IFC Films. Uh, I'm confirming that it still does not have a uh, distribution deal in place, or attempting to do so anyway. Um, according to IMDb, it yeah. does not. It remains undistributed. Uh, it does in Germany oh. uh, and the United Arab Emirates. Sure. Or it looks like maybe it's a, a, a United Arab Emirates uh, company that is releasing it in the Middle East, North Africa, and Iran. Sure. Uh, yeah, well, they'll, uh, someone, will, someone will get to it, you would have to think. And it, it screened online, I think, nationwide via the National Gallery of Art for a little bit. Okay. Uh, yeah, as like a... Uh, part of a series on uh, uh, films by indigenous filmmakers. Uh, but, yeah, no you know, uh, no distribution. I saw the rhythm section in the theater. That's right. That was about you, were, the... you were in Germany and seeing every movie in theaters at that time. Yeah, well, I tried to, and then it was 2020. <laughs> what, right, yeah. What is... I... Reed Morano. Oh! That's Reed Morano's previous That's movie the starring Blake Lively. Other, yeah, of course. Blake Lively, Jude Law... Is like a war drama? No, it's or... like a trained fighter in the woods type thing, hunted. Huh. I feel like that movie with uh, Peter Dinklage, Dinklage and Elfanning, that could be good. No one liked it, but that could be good. 
We're all in on Dinklage here on Can I Kick It? Well, for sure. He, uh, he's he got a lot of leeway over the awarding of the Plinth Prize. Sure, I, that's right. I always confuse, I think we're alone now, with that um, Peter Dinklage making Blair movie. Oh. Um, that Melanie Linsky's in? Oh, yeah. Is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, is Peter Dinklage is not in that. He's not in that? It's, uh, it's in? Elijah Wood. I Elijah Wood, but it's a similar poster. Uh, maybe what it is. <laughs> maybe. Uh, I mean, Dinklage is in the Toxic Avenger movie that right, uh, Making Blair directed. That oh, Does that have it distribution? Fantastic it was at Fantastic Fest. Yet. I don't. Was that like produced I don't feel by at home in this world anymore? Yes, I and liked I that when it came out, now. but um, who knows? Uh, maybe that's it for news for this week. We'll, we'll, you know, we'll get more closing up on what right. movies I confused for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, right. I mean, I guess, uh, you know, we're going to talk about the winners of these festivals, too, which is, I guess, somewhat sure. newsy, but is, uh, I guess... Yeah, 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 of course. Topic. We've got... We, yeah, we're getting into the the main topic, the meat of the episode, if you will. Uh, uh, the meat of the episode might have been when we were talking about how many double quarter pounders with cheese we were going to eat. Uh, but yeah, we've, we've seen some stuff at Slamdance and Sundance. I don't know. Do you want to just go back and forth naming movies, Andy, and some of them both of us will have seen and some of us only one and we'll see if it's about the same amount. Sure. So yeah, we don't have any Sundance overlap. That's right. We saw we have... entirely dis... It might just be the one movie that we both saw. Or I guess there's two, well, but there's one of two, which we'll be discussing one... next week. Yes. Let's just um, start with uh, the accident then. Sure. Yes. So the Slamdance... Um... Uh, uh, winner for um, right. the narrative feature grand jury prize, The Accident, which mm-hmm. is an Italian film uh, by Giuseppe Garau. Yes. Um, uh, which is, um, it's about like a, 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 a single mother. She's, she's like recently single mother uh, who um, she is, uh, is like, doesn't have her life together. She's really a, ma- yeah. a mess. She's she's always running behind. She's always like leaving her work to try to take care of her daughter and get yeah. yelled at by the teacher. We, and all that yeah, sort of we stuff. you know we we begin with a specific instance of th- these things happening, but in in a way that it implies it has been the status quo and is reaching a breaking point. Yeah, and so she gets fired, and she gets in a car accident. Yeah, fired by um, her father-in-law. It seems right. like. Or former father, or whatever. I mean, well, the relationship, at the, relationship at the time right. that he yeah. fires her father-in-law, yeah. um, and so she uh, buys a truck, a like a, a tow truck, um, a tow truck. Yeah, she uh, or, like or, or buys finances, right? Or like um, yes, based on uh, taking out a loan from the uh, the 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 dealer. The dealer, yeah. Uh, who's this very funny woman? Yes. Uh, who's like, touch, touch my face. Right. Uh, um, and then she becomes essentially like an accident chaser. Yes. Uh, for profit, sort of thing. Um, yeah. And like is like you know. And and apparently there's some like cultural hatred of this group of. Oh, I think this is 
true. Uh, it's not as, you know, it's certainly not a, a primary concern in the way that it is of this film, but I think it's true that maybe this is more a European thing that, like... The, sure, like, I'm like, I, I'm like, I, I would just use AAA, like, and, and like, everyone likes AAA. Like, right, they're, which they're someone great. does say at one point, like, no, no, I've already got insurance. But I, I, I think it maybe it's also, like, a more old-timey thing of, like... Sure. You know, there's these uh, opportunists driving around... Uh, hoping for hoping for trouble, right? Uh, but yeah, right. she's got various schemes. Uh, like someone tells her, like whatever you do, don't follow an ambulance; they're gonna yell at you. Uh, and then Cut she to does her getting that. yelled at by an ambulance driver. Yeah, um, there's she, uh, she comes yeah. up with a scheme to like pay people if they report yes. an accident, handing and out flyers that makes people mad enough that they yeah. burn her truck. Well, yeah, this is um, the... This, I get the impression, is, like, the, like, unofficial uh, tow truck driver's union. That right, the, like, burns mafia. Or, yeah, know, right, the, the, the tow truck, truck driver's mafia. mafia. Who, like, there's, you know, there's this guy who uh, is, like... Oh, I, I wouldn't do that if I were you. It would be a, a sh real shame if someone uh burned your car down and she's just like yeah that would be a real shame see you later <laughs> she, right she, she is seems fairly oblivious yeah, to a lot of what's going right. on right i mean this is the thing is i was i was you know we haven't talked about the the thing of it but also i i was a little struggling to lock into the tone uh for a while because i was sure. just like she's like really stupid she just keeps saying, like, things are going very well. <laughs> yeah. That's, She's like, her like, catchphrase is, in yeah. the movie. Yes. Like, this is working. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, so, fine, you know, the, the truck gets burned down and she has to refinance to get another one. Uh, and uh, uh, so the... the Eventually, you know, eventually she, like, she comes she, across... Like, wakes up Right, right, some people she, who are doing some like yeah, it's like the the movie Nerve That's or whatever exactly they're what doing I some of. like they're participating in the prank. movie Nerve where they're live streaming and they're like the they have <laughs> the voice coming things. out of the yeah that is like do things and they uh, they're rigging she, a traffic right. light so they're with a yes, remote they they're building a remote uh um to, that can turn on and off traffic lights. Uh, though she becomes aware of it because she is sleeping nearby, and they, uh... And then they, like, make fun of her. Right, they, they're, <laughs> the, like, people watching the stream are like, go, go ask her if she's got nice feet. Uh, and then they're like, ask her if she's a loser. Uh, but anyway, the police come, these people run away. Uh, and she... It's not even the police. It's just like an ambulance. Oh, right. It's just an by. ambulance, but they think it might be the police because the people on the stream are like, we're going to call the police on you. Right. Because uh, this is fucked up. Yeah. Uh, and so the rest of the movie is her going around with this remote control. And so, and yeah, I, I, there was the like a while where I was okay, like, sure. oh, they're doing like a, a like a kind of Dardani thing, but then it clearly is like much sillier than that not that their movies aren't kind of exaggerated but uh they're not they don't turn into the movie nerve for 15 minutes and not like five minutes in the middle uh we have not talked about the actual like thing of the movie which is that right, the, the entirety like the... of it is shot uh by a camera operator sitting in the passenger seat of the 
various yeah. vehicles. It is that right. Are there involved. are a couple of times where you like leave a vehicle, but like not other other than that. I I mean, she leaves the vehicle a few times throughout the film, but even then, it's like she's out of focus, several feet away, and then at the very end, uh, there's there's a shot that's from a distance. But yeah, it is almost entirely. Uh, you know, like, sometimes it's her car, and sometimes, uh, like, when uh, when she's towing someone, it'll go inside the car that's getting loaded. But, yeah, mostly mostly just from her car. Uh, which is just, like, even when I was struggling to lock into it, I was just like, this is interesting enough that I am fine to watch it. Uh, and then eventually did lock in a little more, uh, and, yeah. It's interesting uh, that it won. It's a cool movie. Uh, yeah, I like it. Yeah, I liked it. I thought it was, you know, I thought it was was enjoyable. I do think, like, yeah, she's like, it, it is like she's an interesting character. Yeah, it's like she's a trying little trying to figure out like what's going yeah. on with her is like sometimes a, a little a rough of... to spend that much. You know, it's only an hour and six minutes, but it's yeah. uh it's a lot to to take. Yeah, um, I do think, right, and and then, like, it does sort of become, like, she, I think, like, the way it wraps up is, like, it's a little tidy or whatever, it's like, you know, she, oh, like, sure. yes. comes to terms with, like, oh, she's actually causing, like, real harm or whatever, and, like, that, that you know, uh, yeah. it's, it's, it's fine, but, um, uh, but yeah, I do think, like, yeah, the, the, the conceit, it is, like, all shot on film, like, it looks really, uh, yeah. uh nice, um, yeah. And I think, yeah, I think it's like, and it is like, it does keep throwing you these curveballs of like, what's, what is this world exactly? Like, what is going on? Yeah. Why is the movie nerve happening in the middle of this? Like, who are these, who is this tow truck mafia? Like, what's going on? Like, yeah, it's, uh, there's, yeah, all the, and when people keep popping up, there's like a whole thread of, um, her getting gelato ice cream, uh, for her, her, her daughter, Right, um, that's then, like, like I think really that is like cream. the accident happens while she is telling her daughter, "No, we're not going to get fucking ice cream." Uh, yeah, yeah, I cool think it's movie. Good. Yeah, do we want to stick? We with didn't slant? do any predictions. I for, I just realized as we were talking about awards, we didn't predict any Sundance like we usually do. Do we usually predict Sundance? We predict the the narrative at least the the big dramatic. Um, yeah, no, sorry. Yeah. I don't. I guess we didn't. We did. Berlin, I feel like I we could have and forgotten. Sure. Um, I said, yeah. I don't. I don't know. Right. Back listeners, when the lineup originally Eagle-eyed came out listeners, in December, let like, us if, know yeah. if you remember us having made predictions about Sundance Awards. I think we did. We maybe did. That's my suspicion. It was in. I it, think so. it would have been in December. It was when the lineup came out. Yeah, it was so long ago. Listen, I I don't remember what I said, but I believe we did. Someone was. This is a very side story, but someone was telling me last week they were like, I think the Hong could win Berlin. And I was like, oh, on the episode we do this week, we talk about that. And they were like, I'm listening to it. (laughs) Yeah. I guess it's out. Uh huh. Um, Yes. And that's um, that's the only slam dance thing I saw besides the thing we're going to talk about next week. Oh, sure. Um, I can talk about the other couple. I can just do the other couple of slam dance things I saw then. 
Uh, I I took a look at um, Levin Work, which I actually have a review of up at uh, In Review Online that is uh, was not in the the narrative competition. It was in one of those other sections they do. Uh, they got all sorts of sections there. Some of which, a lot of them just have like three movies in them. Uh, but this is a director named Pete O's that's like uh, a very kind of dry uh, sci-fi thing uh, that is set in a... Uh, I don't know if it's supposed to be a dystopia. I I guess the clear suggestion is that it is bad, but not worse than our current situation, uh, which is that... It, uh, having a job is illegal the like very brief uh justification is that like there were too many things and so we had to stop making things uh and then they were just like no one can have a job uh and it's about people who want who are illegally uh trying to work and like all of the jobs that people have throughout the movie are just like people doing silly things like it starts with the um, they're in a quote-unquote shoe factory where they just, like, have a bunch of old shoes and they're, like, taking them apart and putting them back together. Uh, but the two main characters, uh, Diane and Fox, uh, meet each other at this shoe place, uh, fall in love, and, yeah, it's, uh, it's a, again, like, a, a fun little thing where I'm, like, I don't know if it is like 100% there. I'm not 100% sure like what it's going for, but uh pleasant to watch, pretty short, some funny stuff, interesting. A uh, ni nice looking uh black and white photography. Uh I think the the actors are all very compelling. Uh just like a fun little thing. And then uh uh last thing I got to was uh Sam's World, uh, directed by, uh, Lily Lady, uh, who also stars as the, uh, uh, a non-binary, uh, sex worker, and it is some about that, but mostly just about, like, their relationships with their social sphere. It's, like, very, very slice of life. Like, it starts setting up conflicts, and then... Uh, doesn't even really get to the point where they actually become conflicts. Uh, but I think it's just, like, a very, very compelling uh, sort of uh, group of people to watch. Uh, and is, is uh, I mean, they're, they're pretty young, I would imagine. Their uh, first-time filmmaker uh, is, was shot super, super cheap and uh feels feels pretty distinctive in terms of like it's a it's a particular milieu that uh i i feel very familiar with uh, that i have not seen capture you know i don't i've i've not lived in brooklyn but it is quite particular you know like mid 20s poetry queers uh <laughs> So yeah, I like that movie a lot. I would like to see that get more uh, further distribution. 
uh, you know, all these movies, uh, you know, I only saw a few, but they are very much worth looking at. Let's get into uh, Sundance. Let me start us off, Andy. How many things did you see at Sundance? I saw three things at Sundance. Okay. I saw um, four, so we'll thanks. we'll figure it out. Sure. Yeah. Um. And I yeah I had purchased a bunch of prize winners. Right. Um. Because I was like I don't have too much time to devote to it, and and so that seemed like a an efficient way to sort of engage. I will say uh, both Slam Dance and Sundance. I had a really uh, good and easy time using their uh their streaming platforms on my Apple TV. Like I thought the video quality was very good on all the stuff, and like it was all like it all it all worked very well this year. So I, I would I, say I, I found that to be mostly the case as well. Uh, yeah. The the slam dance I could not. I think you had this issue as well, Colin. Could not figure out how to turn off subtitles. No, which was fine. Uh, and then Sundance, I had briefly an issue uh, finding things because they were like, go to your schedule. Uh, but when you go to your schedule, the default is the online schedule. But figured that out. And I would agree, had a very uh, pleasant time uh, viewing movies on these digital platforms. Very functional. Yeah. Um, right. And like, you know, they do the intros, they like, they, they, they throw the Q and A's from the actual screen yes. on after it, that sort of stuff. So it's like, it's like a pretty nice experience for, yeah, your, you can your, skip you know. them if you want. Yeah, right. Exactly. Um, uh, yes. So the first movie that I watched was, um, one of the, um, special, uh, like, uh, U.S. dramatic prizes, um, which uh, was Suncoast, uh, directed by Laura Chin, um, which uh, the special prize was like a breakthrough performance award to Nico Parker, um, of course, um, old Parker and Tindy Way Newton's uh, daughter, uh, sure. who's been in a few things. Magic Mike's um, Last Dance? Sure. Was it recently? Uh, yeah, she's in uh, Dumbo, Tim Burton's Dumbo, of course. Of course. Um, you know, she's been around. She's She's... Um, it, it makes sense that she's like in a place where she's like maybe getting breakthrough performances. Sure. She's Is sort she of the, like the 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 daughter kid. in Magic Mike's last? Yeah, Dance? that's and the narrator. That's interesting, given the the that casting of so that movie. Good. That movie is so so good. Um, <laughs> I might make everyone rewatch that for my pick <laughs> for can- <laughs> all right, Kansas or whatever. Yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll talk about that. But so this is um. Uh, as uh, another of the movies I saw, it's a semi-autobiographical coming-of-age story, uh, which is, uh, you know, Sundance bingo, right? That's like the center square, sure. right? Mm-hmm. Um, the free space. <laughs> uh, um, uh, and it's, uh, it, so it's, she plays, um, Nico Parker is like a young, is like a teenager in high school, and her brother has like very advanced brain cancer, uh, and as we open, like, he is, like, about to be put into hospice care. Uh, and it ends up being that the hospice that he is uh, spending his his final time on Earth on is the same one where our Terry Shivo is, 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 uh, is uh, you know, living at the, at the, or, you know, or is being kept alive at that moment. Um, and so there's, like, a lot of, like, hoopla around the, the actual sure. facility, right? There's, like, protesters and stuff out, out outside. Uh, and so Laura Linney plays her mother. Uh, she's also there's another single mother. Her I think the father has has passed away also. Um, and uh, 
Uh, Woody Harrelson plays one of the protesters who, like, Nico Parker strikes up a friendship with. Um, and it's 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 good. It's it's coming out on... It's a Searchlight movie that's coming out on Hulu, like, next... Like, in February. Like, it's coming out very soon. Um, and I, it, it sort of makes sense for that. It's like a, it's like a nice indie sort of weepy, like... Um, it, it, it is not too heavy handed. It is not like making strong statements about, um, uh, the, the Terry Schiavo situation. It just is sort of using that as a backdrop, um, for what this character is going through. And like Nico, Nico Parker's character, she's like, she's obviously, it's like, she's been struggling with having friends and stuff as she has had to devote so much time to caring for her brother. Um, and she... Uh, as, as throughout this process, like she, she lives, um, sort of in a, in a not so nice neighborhood, but her mom works all the time to send her to a private school. Uh, um, and she sort of strikes up friendships because her mom is spending so much time with, uh, her brother. Uh, she starts to be the one who can like say like, Hey, like we can all hang out, hang out at my house, like, and, and get, get into trouble sort of, sort of thing. So she, she forms a friendship with that. And I do think like the friendships that she forms are like pretty nicely drawn. And like, it is like a thing where it's like, you are sometimes worried that like, they're going to become super mean to her, but they're mostly like pretty nice. If like dumb teenagers to her about like everything that's going on and like, like, you know, there's the inevitable thing where, like, her mother catches them or whatever, and it's like, that doesn't, like, ruin her friendships with all these people. They're just like, yeah, that kind of sucked. We'll figure out what to do next or whatever. Um, and yeah, and like... Mid-90s. Uh, I guess, yeah, I mean, perhaps. I never saw mid-90s. There was another movie that people were comparing to mid-90s at the festival. I forget what it was. Was it, was the... it the one that's set in the mid-90s? <laughs> Maybe. Is it, or is the it, early 2000s, is I mean. Dee what it's called? Yeah. Yes, I think that, was that like one. A yeah, the, the audience movie. award winner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh sure. Um. Uh. Yeah. And so yeah. So it, and it like it worked on me. I cried at the end. Like it was you know <laughs> mm-hmm. it, it 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 was a, like a nice sit. I do think like it plays very well on streaming. So like I'm not like super up in arms about it. Like not necessarily getting like a huge theatrical run or whatever. But I think it's like it's like a nice yeah. It's 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 a nice sort of teen coming of age movie. I'm sure. I think, you know, people can find it, will find it and like it on Hulu. Uh, Matt Walsh plays um, uh, an ethics teacher at this um, at, at this school, uh, which yeah. is which has some some fun stuff in it. Uh, he's always like wanting to have discussions about like, like they're like, it, it's a Christian school, but like a, 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 a one of the guys is like, but the Bible says abortion is, is wrong. And he's like, actually, the Bible doesn't say anything about abortion like that, like that kind of sort of energy um uh yeah i yeah i I thought it was very nice i i i I, it held my attention the full time uh which is not always the case with some of these festival movies um and yeah i i i you know i had i had a very nice pleasant time watching watching sun coast so i I, you know if you're looking for something uh next month i think do either of you remember the on uh when the lonely island and Oh hello, we're both on Comedy Bang Bang. There's the because they're talking about doing Oh hello on Broadway, mm-hmm. and then there's the joke about all the other musicals they try to make that couldn't go, or Broadway shows they try to do that couldn't get off the ground, and one of them was the Terry Shivo musical called You Snooze You Lose. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't remember. That. It's classic, classic stuff. 
That's great. That's also when they talk about uh, you're such a Lin Manuel Miranda and I'm a Lin Manuel Carey or whatever. Carey Bradshaw. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I have a, an update on something I think we were talking Whoa. about before we started recording. Great. Uh, they changed the size of the double quarter pounder. <laughs> no, even I before... did just see that there's a there's a double. Um, uh, I just got a, a push alert from McDonald's that they're Whoa. doing a, 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 a double Big Mac. It was a Amber Alert from McDonald's actually. <laughs> the hamburger we after yeah, that. Like we hear you're considering ordering more than two quarter pounder double. The quarter hamburger pounders is after a saucier dining. Big Mac of some sort. <laughs> That is just like after a saucier Big Mac. (laughs) That is that's like a thing that they have done. Is I believe they have just increased the amount of Big Mac sauce that is served on the Big Mac. What was the uh, alert you had, Jesse? (laughs) Oh, not not an alert. I was uh, sent a tweet. Well, we were talking about uh, right before we started recording that. uh, Justin Chang is uh, moving to the New Yorker, uh, mm-hmm. former Berlin jury member. Uh, and we were like, is one of them leaving? And at the very uh, least, Richard Brody is not because he has tweeted yeah. it will be a pleasure to work alongside Justin Chang. Yeah. Uh, who I've exchanged lots of emails with about the National yes. Society of Film Critics. I believe he says epic email threads. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's really on one at the moment. He kind of can cook like no other. <laughs> that was what Andy was saying, was, be, was that it would be funny if this was how we found out uh, he was retiring. And it is like, he might he's he might need to devote, it might just be like a, he has to step back a little in order to devote more time to posting. Yeah. Everyone left Twitter. And Richard Brody dug his heels into the ground. <laughs> I'm going to spread and my said, wings. <laughs> I'm going to make Twitter the Brody app. <laughs> All right. T- tiny front row. Yeah, yeah, tiny front row, you Because <laughs> it's all lowercase, so I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> what is T and Y? I understand. I understand. But I always just row. see it as tiny front No, row. no, please. <laughs> yeah, I can relate. Next, uh, next movie. Yeah, I think we can just talk about the same number of movies. I can just talk about three. Um, okay. Which one's getting left off? <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> Sure. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> that will be funny, though, for you to say. I, what, what I mean, all right. I'll very quickly talk about uh, Love Me, the film uh, with Christian sure. Stewart and Steven Yeun that just it fucking sucks. I shouldn't have watched it. I don't know. It was really. Uh, I was, you were like, I can't see Love Lies Bleeding. I got to see well, a Christian I mean, Stewart that movie. was that was that was part of it. Uh, it, you know, it was just like at the time I thought I was maybe going to review a couple so i was at that time i was only getting one and i was like let's let's throw a second in there uh which why i didn't do the eisenberg movie which i know andy saw and i did not uh i i really can't imagine uh seems like a clear would have been a clear better choice in retrospect but that movie just it's so stupid i mean uh, it's been in the air, perhaps, movies about artificial intelligence and what has struck me in general, but particularly about this one, is that there's just a complete 
lack of imagination as far as like actually portraying anything about the way that computers function uh, like there's just both in terms of like how that is visually portrayed uh, in terms of this movie that is from the perspective of two computers uh, but then more generally just in terms of like actually having things happen that uh make sense in the context of being about computers it's just uh i really would i mean it also is just like really fucking annoying and twee and like the the worst <laughs> sundancey version of this concept but uh, i was just mad the whole time i was watching it like why the fuck did i do this this sucks you... so bad jesse did you ever see serenity the, the Matthew Anna McConaughey. Matthew yeah, McConaughey. I went to see yeah, that yeah. at the. Uh, it was a chain, but not one of the big ones in sure. Westminster, Maryland. I had to uh, cross, walk across six lanes of traffic, I think, to get to that mall. Sure. Uh, that movie sucks. Yeah, I, I was just thinking it. about like ways movies. You know, which, like they, so, they they think like computers right, or whatever. Yes, like. it. I will say like <laughs> that movie is not pretending at least to be like. Isn't this? Wouldn't this be interesting? Isn't this sure, an insightful, right. <laughs> uh, insightful yeah. look at what it means to be human and what it means to be intelligent? I I certainly had that issue with that movie, but. I think that movie knows it's really fucking stupid. Sure. Yeah, it's not good. But better than Love Me. You wanna go again? Oh sure. I didn't know if no, you were you I get sure. I'll yeah, I'll I'll, I'll I'll even us up. Uh sure. a movie that I, I don't know. I I still don't really have a handle on like uh, what I think about, uh, stress positions, uh, which maybe is an interesting, what was in terms of watching them close together, sort of, uh, uh, an interesting counterpoint to Sam's world in that, like, this is, like, so specifically based in, like, millennial, uh, Brooklyn queerness that I was, like, what? You know, and it is, it's very satirical, but I still was just like, uh, this is, uh, you know, felt like I, I was just like, I do not have uh, much of a handle on what is going on here. I, directed by, uh, Theta Hamill, starring, uh, John Early and her, uh, and it's, it's the it's it's kind of it's like a pretty ensemble movie uh early is playing a uh about to be divorced guy living in his ex-husband's uh just like this shitty apartment that they would use for parties uh and then his his nephew uh has moved to New York and gets run over by a car and breaks his leg and he's the only family member nearby uh cuz like, there's this very convoluted backstory where like the sister had like gone overseas and then like went uh, like it's it went to Morocco specifically 
looking for a man to marry so that she could have a non-American child and she like disavows America but then the guy wants it's it's very and they they are uh, estranged because of uh uh at his wedding uh she embarrassed herself uh on Fire Island it's just the and then the other main thread, I guess, is uh, Peter Hamill's character uh, and her girlfriend who has uh, written a novel that is clearly about her. Uh, and those things overlap. It's just, it, I don't know. I did not quite engage on the uh the level it was functioning at maybe i think it was uh caden gardner on letterboxd uh in his review said that it makes a lot more sense if you consider that theta hamill's big break was acting in a wallace sean play and also mm -hmm. if you know what wallace sean plays are like as opposed to the the uh famous things that wallace sean is known for sure. which I am only vaguely aware of. Sure. Uh, Should have an Aunt Dan and Lemon uh, reading party one of these days. <laughs> hey. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. I think the the stuff with her and her girlfriend, who's played by uh, Amy Zimmer, which is very funny, that, that stuff worked better for me. John Early is always great, but the... The stuff with the nephew, it just seemed like there was a little less of a a handle. You know, there is, uh, I don't know, like her, her interactions as uh, a, a like trans woman in her 30s talking to someone who is a lot younger and questioning things. I think there are things that in the like, that felt very real, even in the in the like satirical lens. Uh, and there's some for sure some stuff where I'm like, yeah, this is very, uh, very. Uh, I you know, every once in a while, I'd be like, oh, now I get what the thing that's going on is. Uh, but there's a lot where I'm just like, all right, yeah, these people are fucking crazy. Uh, you know, the, the husband or the ex eventually shows up. Uh, I don't know. I, I'll be curious to read more about it. There have been, I think, very, uh, mixed reactions. I've seen a lot of, this is great. I've seen a lot of, this is absolutely intolerable. And at the moment, I am falling somewhere in the middle. It, I, I don't know. Like, people have been complaining about all the voiceover, which doesn't really bother me uh, especially given that a lot of it is like uh in order to comment on i mean that's another thing where like the uh the stuff that is uh her voiceover is like specifically commenting on the act of writing and then the voiceover that is the nephew is uh less clear why that has to be voiceover other than like uh, the movie struggles to conceive of them as, like, a character interacting with these other characters. So, I, I don't know. It's interesting.
Andy? Yeah, um, I'll talk about the last movie I watched, um, uh, Saving uh, yeah, the, mid- the one in the middle for last to talk about. But uh, In the Summers, uh, which won both um, the Grand Jury Prize and the Directing Award, which uh, coincidentally were both things I had purchased. Uh, and then uh, I emailed the good people at Sundance and they allowed me to swap one of them for another one, which was very kind of them. Because um, I didn't realize that they didn't have rules against that sort of thing Yeah, uh, on the Sundance jury. But I guess they let the juries do what they want, generally, at, at Sundance. Um we all remember the achievement in the Orealism. Hey, it's coming um, up later. <laughs> is it now? Um, so in the summers uh, it, uh, uh, by uh, Alessandro La Corraza, um, this is uh, one where it's like, uh, it's it's uh, two sisters um, sort of at like, it's a little bit of a boyhood vibe where it's like checking in with them over like across time, four different summers that they're spending with their father in New Mexico. They live with their mother in, um, in California. And so it's, it's all set entirely like in like these, like these summer stays they have with, with, you know, near with and near their, their father. Um, uh, it's, it's one where I do think like the streaming experience did not serve it well. It's very like quiet and sort of, um, environmental and like, small gestures and and like not like not as narrative forward it's a lot more sort of just like getting the vibes of it which i I, is the stuff that i tend to struggle with when i'm watching uh festival screeners at home so i i had a little bit of a harder time with it um sort of just locking in uh the the performances were good um it was like you know there's like there was a lot of interesting sort of environmental stuff i do think it captures that environment very well um in the New Mexico um, sort of uh, landscape that they're in, um, you know, and, and it's like one of the sisters, it's, it's another auto, it's autobiographical again. So it's like one of the sisters is like the filmmaker um, and, uh, you know, you get the sense that she's like discovering some sort of queer identity throughout. I don't think it's super specifically named. Um, and then uh yeah you know it's 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 them and their father who like their father who is sort of struggling to like to get his life on track and like um you know you see him trying a lot like he talks about going back to school like throughout like multiple of the summers and stuff so it's like you can see how he's struggling with that and and all that sort of thing um uh but yeah and you also see him like how he's trying to like have a good relationship with them and and what he's what he's what he's struggling to do with um as far as like being there and being a father for them. So there's there's a lot to recommend in it. I I, w- I would certainly say like I sort of, I can and I can see how like seeing it at a film festival you would really respond to the the, the quiet and being in you know being in the theater with it um but yeah, I in, in the streaming experience it was the one that I that I had the hardest time with um I would say all right, I'll maybe I'll plan to finish with the one that is freshest in my mind, uh, which would mean that I'll do uh, my favorite film that I saw now. Uh, none of the films that I saw, uh, all of them were in the dramatic competition. Uh, none of them won anything, which at a certain point it is like there's only like 10 movies in there and they gave out like five awards. 
we cover we've covered like almost the entire U.S. Dramatic competition between us. Yeah, I guess because uh, I saw three of them and you've seen you know four or whatever. Yeah, more than half. Uh, and I yeah yeah I guess you got the awards winners and I got the awards losers. That's right. Uh, but I got some real uh, it exceptional. Really, really summarizes our approach to these festivals, <laughs> Jesse. <laughs> Well, yeah, I got some really uh, exceptional. These last two, I thought were uh, yeah, you very you, very you good. Were, you were really up Nobody on, trusts on your view. A jury like Andy, <laughs> <laughs> in every sense. <laughs> uh, yeah, but uh, between the temples, uh, the uh, Nathan Silver film that uh, we've talked about the existence of a few times. That is uh, him and. Uh, Carol Kane, he's playing a cantor uh, at a synagogue. Uh, the uh, the the guy who sings at services, if people are not aware, uh, who uh, his wife passed away a year ago, and he still cannot sing. And he runs into uh, Carol Kane's character, uh, who is uh was his uh music teacher in i don't know if it ever says where uh you know at some point in like elementary or middle school it seems like uh and uh she uh asks him if he will bat mitzvah her uh and then the movie is just kind of uh that relationship playing out and uh the two of them uh falling in love which is uh it's just it is it is very funny they are both very funny uh but uh it is also maybe just because of what they are bringing to it i think also comes off as very very sweet uh you know it is this very strange relationship uh that uh you know it just like works there's also you know there's there's a bunch of other stuff going on the uh the rabbi is played by uh robert smigel who at one point is like yeah you you know you you take as long as you need i'm actually really enjoying the singing uh eventually when you see him he's really terrible at it uh his uh i don't i don't think it ever uh uh explains anything about uh who his father was but his uh mother is married to uh Dolly de Leon uh who is kind of more so stepped into the uh uh stereotypical uh overbearing uh Jewish mother uh role as far as the relationships he is he's living with them uh, then there's also the uh, the rabbi's daughter who uh, Smigel and De Leon keep trying to set him up with. Uh, it, yeah, I don't know. It's just it's very very funny. There's um, there's a great uh, kosher bit. There's uh, Matthew Shear, the uh, the guy from the Bombach uh, films. Bombach, yeah, yeah, uh, like the friend and uh, Mister America is the biggest role. Uh, he, he's also the lawyer in Meyerowitz story, or like he's the assistant in Meyerowitz story. Yeah, 
Yeah, he's in a few of them. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he, he plays Carol Kane's son, who eventually shows up and uh, just, like, shows up unannounced with his family. And uh, Jason Schwartzman is walking down the stairs wearing his pajamas. And he's just like, what the, what the fuck is this? And then there's... Uh, a nice uh a scene where Carol Kane wants them to all go to dinner. Uh and he's being a real asshole and the wife is Trey's wife is trying to be nice. Uh Schwartzman's like, you know, traditionally the family would participate in the bat mitzvah and given the the lack of parents, it might be nice if you all would do that. Uh yeah. A lot of a lot of fun stuff. Uh yeah, his uh, his wife had been like uh, it sounded like wrote like erotica, um, and there's a bit about how she would just like send him dirty phone messages, and he just has like 500 messages saved on his phone, and has to uh, pay for more voicemail space. Uh, yeah, excellent movie i would expect will be uh remain near the top of my uh favorite films of the year is it uh, it doesn't have the distribution at all or anything does it no i don't i don't believe any of the movies that i saw have you know not a lot of distribution deals yet maybe we'll sure we can we can get to that but yeah there's been I mean, not a, not a lot. I don't know. Have uh, any of your films you've seen? I guess. Uh, well, the next one yeah, that I'm right. about to talk yes. about, uh, it was the big distribution story, I believe, of the festival so yes, far. So far. Um, yes. Uh, so, of course, uh, my third uh, prize winner I chose was, of course, the Waldo Salt Screenwriting <laughs> Award, uh, my favorite award in, in festivals. Um, and so this was uh, went to uh, Jesse Eisenberg's A Real Pain. Um, which did you ever um, see his last one, Andy? I did not see his last one. I interesting. You know, so you're uh, one of the bandwagon director Eisenberg <laughs> fans jumping on without doing the work of seeing Leave the World. No, that's the S mail. What's it called? <laughs> when you finish Saving the World. When you sure? Um, right. I mean, I remember uh, Emilio saw that out of its Sundance and <laughs> yep. uh, pretty much 2021 uh, called it one of the worst movies he's ever or seen. Or 2022, I feel like me. yeah. Um, and then, uh, that was maybe what scared me off, even though I saw it a year later and was right. And then you saw it right. And had a good time with it. And it's um, okay. It's got some problems for sure. Sure. It's definitely a, we don't need to talk about a two year old movie. What what do you think of the new one, Andy? Sure. Yeah. So this is, um, uh, you know, Jesse Eisenberg, his intro, he's like, I've become obsessed with Poland. Um, and so he, um, Oh, didn't it's, they shoot that, uh, what was that movie he did with Adrian Brody? Didn't they film that in Poland or something? I don't know. I'm crazy, maybe. Um, I don't know the movie Carry he did with on. Adrian Brody. Um, but this is, it's him and Kieran Manodrum, Culkin. Manodrome, where he got jacked. Oh, we of course, we gotta year. see Manodrome. <laughs> Maybe maybe yeah maybe we do an Eisenberg retrospective coming up <laughs> in one of these months. Oh boy, holy rollers. <laughs> um, uh, so it's him and Kieran Culkin. They play cousins who um, their grandmother has recently died, and she left them some money specifically so that they could go like visit their their family he- heritage from Poland because they're um, you know her she is a she was a Holocaust survivor um, and. Uh, uh, 
you know, so they're going back to sort of take a tour um, and and then visit uh, the home where she grew up. Um, and so um, uh, you also have Will Sharp uh, from White Lotus Season 2 as the, the, the tour guide uh, that they're with. You have Jennifer Grey um, as, as a, she's also on the tour. And then there's like a couple other people who are on the tour with them. Um, uh, and so, yeah, so, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a real Kieran Culkin type where he's like twitchy and nervy and like, is like a, a little bit sort of like all over the place and like is prone to like sort of spontaneous outbursts of, and, and things and like, um, you know, th- this is it's 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 a performance that's been getting a lot of acclaim. People are really, you know, he's responding on a hot streak right it. now for sure. Yeah, for sure. And like, it is like a logical thing of like coming off of Succession for him to do this, like where it's like the character ha- like it still allows him to do his Kieran Culkin thing, but it is like a very sort of different milieu, and like the character is like is not. Like he he was not born into an incredibly rich family, so he's like you know he's he's much more of a, a of a loser type, um, yeah. s- sort of in it, um, and yeah, I, I you know I think it's I think it's very good. I think it's um, uh, you know it's it's got some good lines. It's like and it's got um, you know the the Culkin character is really interesting. I think because like you can sort of not predict like what is gonna set him off in terms of like he's there's a couple of times where he is just like this is like this is also fake or or like we you know i f- it feels wrong that we're doing it this way or or whatever but then also he'll like be a little bit or like they'll go to like a statue uh memorializing like the people who fought back against the nazi invaders or whatever and then like he'll want to like have a silly like posing sort of sequence and get everyone into that and sort of experiencing it in a different way um and yeah, it, you know, he, um, the, I, I, I do like the, the effect that the Kieran Culkin character also has on the Will Sharp character, who, like, he accuses of being very dry and, like, not, like, just presenting a bunch of facts or whatever, and, like, the way that, that Will, the Will Sharp character sort of processes sort of his, that, that criticism, I think, is very well drawn throughout the movie. And, and then the Eisenberg performance is also, I think, like, he like there's a big dinner scene where sort of Culkin blows up a bit and then like goes away and 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 Eisenberg sort of vents about him uh to the rest of the table and like mm-hmm. some of the people at the in the tour group are like that guy sucks or whatever and some people are like well you know he's he's clearly going through a lot. like there's like a lot of sort of range of reactions and like Eisenberg gets to f- voice his frustrations that ha- clearly have been like building up over a long time and there's stuff like you know he like they get to the hotel room and Eisenberg is like, oh, I really want to take a shower. And then Kieran Culkin's like, oh yeah, that's a good idea. Uh, you mind if I go first? And then he's like, can I borrow your phone? Uh, and he's and Eisenberg's like, don't you have a phone? He's like, yeah, but I like to listen to music while I'm in the shower. My phone can't do that. So and then like you figure out like Eisenberg never got to take a shower like before they met up with the tour group. So like it's a lot of sort of like like you know mm-hmm. little twitchy stuff like that of like really drawing the relationship very well of like Eisenberg's clearly like trying very hard to like not cause a scene, not cause conflict or whatever. And then it sort of bubbles up in, in, in a well way. And you can sort of see, and you can sort of see how that sort of stuff would have led to the jury thinking that this was a Waldo salt contender uh, for, for the screenplay. 
Um, yeah, yeah, I, I definitely it. heard like as the people were catch as people were catching up with it online, and it had gotten all this buzz, particularly for the Culkin performance. People being like, "Yeah, he's good, but he's just doing the Kieran Culkin thing." Who were then more impressed with the Eisenberg performance? Yeah, I think they're both very strong. Um, mm-hmm. and you know, it, it right, and it is like it's not a tremendously surprising performance from Culkin. Yeah, like if you've seen Succession, like you've seen him do a lot of this sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, and specifically, like especially like the last season of Succession, where he has a lot of emotional stuff to play, <laughs> mm-hmm. and like where for a character that had been very glib for the previous three seasons, like. Right. A lot of that stuff is like is is hitting similar emotional territory, um, but yeah, the Eisenberg is it, it's it's it definitely they 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 do play well together. I think it's like mm-hmm. it's it, it it is not necessarily casting that I would have like been like oh that like that 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 that's that's perfect like they they nailed that like of course they're cousins or whatever like and like odd odd couple cousins or whatever but but I think it does pull it off very well. Mm-hmm. All right, I before I get to the uh, final Sundance film, I saw have a, a further update on uh, New Yorker staffing changes, which is that uh, no one is leaving. Uh, Anthony Lane's purview is expanding, which Ooh. seems to just mean he's allowed to write about whatever he wants now. He's a critic at large now. I I don't know if there's a, a title listed. Uh, the the David Remnick uh, announcement of this is pretty challenging to parse. I would say it took oh. me it took me a bit of like you know you can't skim it. You really gotta like read every word and be like, what is going on? Okay, uh, you know. Uh, a bit about how uh, John Updike loved Anthony <laughs> Lane. Sure. People love Anthony Lane. Boy, do they? Boy, do they. John Updike, at the very least. Sure. Who are you to tell John Updike he's wrong, Andy? <laughs> if I ever read the occasion to you tell ever John write Updike, Rabbit Run or whatever, I have not read a, a single rabbit book. Um, yeah, I've probably read a word. Feel like of John Updike. probably stay that way. I, uh, I I do. I think my most experience with John Updike is his cameo on The Simpsons, where he just says John Updike. I think, of course. <laughs> um, do you remember they had Jonathan Franzen and Michael Shabon and Tom Wolf all on the same episode no. when uh, Lisa writes poetry for Mo to publish? Yeah, or uh. <laughs> And there's the guy in the crowd who goes, friends, oh! <laughs> when no, he, like, dunks on Michael Shabon. <laughs> yeah. So it's a solid bit. They um, have a lot of good literary stuff on The Simpsons over yeah, the years. Yeah, I mean, obviously, but the, the Harvard pinchins. Crimson only pu- pushes out the finest minds, Andy. Right, the pinchin bit is really good. Yeah. Where he's, yeah. wear, like, wearing the bag on his head and is like, look at how mysterious I am. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um... Okay, but the uh, the last film I saw, a uh, good one, uh, feature debut by uh, uh, India Donaldson, starring Lily Colias, not Lily Collins, right. uh, uh, as a uh, a 17-year-old uh, who is going camping with, uh, the plan is that there it's going to be uh, her father and her father's best friend. And the friend's son, who is her age, and then they, uh, the fa- uh, her father is played by uh, James Legro, who's very good. Uh, and then they show up to the 
the friend's house to pick them up and they're yelling at each other and the dad's just like you know what fine you stay home we're all just gonna go so it's just her and her father and her father's best friend uh and it's just like a very uh you know it is this like seems like a long weekend hiking trip uh where uh is just sort of like uh you know, a sort of shift for her in terms of, like, perceiving adults as just, like, other people who are, you know, the same as her, uh, and, like, the, the, uh, the reason why the, the other father had been fighting with his son is that he is, uh, recently divorced, and Legro has been divorced from her mother for a lot longer, and, recently had another child with his second wife uh and just uh kind of just like realizing how sad this guy is and being like oh uh and I don't know it's just like a really really the sort of relationships between all three of them are really really interesting to track the uh the other the dad's best friend was not an actor who I'm familiar with, but it is like I think his name is Danny McCarthy. Uh has like been in stuff, like has had recurring roles on a lot of TV shows and uh bits in movies that I've seen. He's uh looks like in most of the episodes of the one of the seasons of no, there only has been one, or, yeah, the first season of, uh, Somebody Somewhere, uh, but yeah, it's, uh, I really, really, uh, loved it, uh, I think it is, uh, quite wonderful, uh, just, like, all three performances are really, really incredible, and then I, th I you know, I was initially, you know, it, it mostly is just, like, uh, um, uh, what was I saying? Uh, it's, it's mostly very, like, they're just walking around and you're seeing them interact. And then it introduces a little more conflict towards the end that initially I was a little frustrated by just because I had been sort of enjoying seeing it, you know, not, like, grievous harm conflict, but just, like, more interpersonal conflict. Uh, but it... That, that frustrated a little me just because I'd been, like, enjoying so much, like, watching them interact. But then I, th I think it makes a lot of sense, you know, partially just because it's, like, towards the end. Uh, and then, like, makes a lot of sense as far as things for them to play and further illuminating sort of just, like, what she is, what she's getting out of this. Um, and, yeah, I don't know. Really, really... Uh, X, you know, this one, I certainly, uh, I feel like it has, you know, I, you know, the Schwartzman one that it's got Jason Schwartzman and Carol Kane, that'll get some kind of distribution. And I would imagine this will as well, but I really uh, would like people to see it. it's it. Uh, I think it mostly has gotten Reichert comparisons just because it kind of like has some uh structural similarity to uh old joy uh, 
Well, right. Also, Legro, <laughs> yeah, in a bunch of her movies. Uh, but yeah, kind of people seeing it as like uh, adding this twist into to old joy of focusing on this sure. third character. Uh, but yeah, it it is you know it it's similarly kind of uh, patient and that kind of character study thing. Uh, I, uh, yeah, very much hope that more people have the chance to see it. You know what I think, uh, where I'm realizing, I think Danny, I recognize Danny McCarthy's name from, if I can confirm this real quick, um... Yes, he is was uh, in the original cast of the Antipodes, which we discussed that wow. last year. He's uh, either Danny M one or Danny M two. Uh, I don't recall. Not sure which one. Sure. Uh, so that's fun, and uh, maybe is more of a uh, a theater person. Per- it looks like maybe. Uh, uh, Steppenwolf, no, mm. not Steppen. He has been. Uh, looks like uh, was a, a Red Orchid Theater Company member, according to his Steppenwolf bio. Sure. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's um, uh, that's the movies we saw. Right. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. We um didn't talk about like uh. Neither of us saw any documentaries or anything. No, um, I it's heard definitely a lot about, some I heard were good. Yeah, I heard a lot about Ibeline. Um, I feel like um, yeah, um, daughters. I feel daughters, like yeah, uh, that. Um, that was, yeah, daughters just won the straight up festival favorite award. Sure. Um, uh. Yeah. Uh, like yeah, we said, DD won the audience award for U.S. Dramatic competition um yeah you know it, it seemed like like i think like we said it seemed like there was a, like a lot of interesting stuff at sundance it was maybe nothing was like like there haven't been any huge like this is gonna whatever like take yes. over which is like probably good for sundance because those things often don't yes. turn out well um yeah. uh that it was just like sort of like a solid like people were liking a lot of stuff Fest. Yes. And uh, like, as I said, I think this is, uh, I tweeted that I think these last two movies were the the best movies that I've seen premiered from Sundance uh, in a while. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, I, I feel like more of the deals have also just been like high profile topic documentaries. Um, sure. The... Um, the Christopher Reeves one, um, of course, Mild Ass, uh, That's right. purchased by Amazon MGM, uh, Ghost Light, which I feel like I heard was, is another thing that was kind of buzzy, uh, Saint, uh, uh, filmmakers who did St. Francis a few years ago, mm-hmm. uh, I think mostly, uh, is, uh, 
uh, like a documentary hybrid stuff with like fam a family of actors playing actors, but then Dolly De Leon is also in it. Uh, Neon, of course, purchased the Soderbergh. Hopefully, That's we'll right. see that. He's soon. going back to theaters. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's um, uh, he's he uh, Magic Mike, of course, was in theaters. Sure. Uh, didn't someone? Uh, didn't uh, Focus pre-buy the next movie with Black uh, Bag? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Blanchard and Fassbender. The David Kep spy thriller. Yeah. Really? Colin's uh, most anticipated movie. It, <laughs> it's going to be awesome. <laughs> I mean, it probably, yeah, it probably will. Uh, yeah. yeah. We've, you know, maybe we'll have more uh, distribution, you know, I guess hopefully given some of uh, what we've seen and liked, we'll have some more distribution deals uh, by the next time we record. Uh mm-hmm. We'll have uh, hopefully. Uh, well, not we're not moving on from Slam Dance either. We are. We're we should be airing an interview uh, next week. Uh, yeah, maybe are we are we special presentations word? Yeah, do you want me to start us off? Go ahead, Cullen. So you can both rest your voices a little bit. Hear you talk a bit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think I'm just gonna plug. Rewatching movies, sure. Um, and rewatching anything because I've also been rewatching Mad Men. Um, but yeah, you know, I don't know. We didn't really get into it on the show, but there was a monumental rewatch of the 2013 movie Her by Spike Jones. It was obliquely referenced. Uh, recently I rewatched oh, Gravity, and that movie is also just like, you Love know, it's movie. the interest of these things and how time passes gravity when you know it's coming out 2014 everyone's like this is gonna win the oscar it's this big you know tech thing and everyone's like it's not gonna play at home but then we watched it you know i'm watching it on a decent sized computer monitor but still it's like this movie is just it moves like a 90s action movie it's like it's just this corny jokes like treacly bit of a uh, emotional storyline in it disaster movie and it just rocks it looks so good you watch it and the whole time you're just like how on earth do they do this <laughs> and it's still Bullock, it's so incredible in that movie i love her performance so much in that movie it's a very interesting performance of just like her being this quiet background character and then becoming the lead like it, the way that that functions is really interesting but i think i mean just rewatching movies it's just you get you got to get fresh eyes on things you got to watch things a couple times see what you missed especially me i feel like it's very helpful to get a deeper understanding of these things but yeah gravity is awesome i can go i've got uh, maybe a little transition from gravity i uh Went to AFI the other day to see some uh, 3D films. Mm. Uh, there was the uh, uh, they're doing a series of them, but this weekend they had uh, Bob Fermanek from the 3D Film Archive presenting things, uh, and so uh, there were several uh, uh, on Saturday that I missed, including some uh, Stooges shorts uh, that. Maybe I can find anaglyph versions of those. Uh, but I only saw one feature film, uh, The Maze, which is uh, 
for most of the runtime, this like very sort of atmospheric, gothic-y, uh, I heard some people say perhaps boring, uh, but uh, just like, uh, you know, they're in this castle that uh, this woman's uh, fiancé has uh, gotten uh, swept off to as an inheritance that uh, he's like, oh, you can't come here, and he's, you know, she's trying to get him to come back and doesn't know what's going on and then the actual resolution of uh what has been happening is very very silly uh in a way that was the the visual re uh reveal of the uh uh the supernatural uh element is very very funny uh and then it just ends with the like uh this guy explains exactly what's been going on uh, but I, I had fun with that. It is also interesting because uh, there is footage from it in uh, Blake Williams's short film from last year, Labyrinth Sequences, uh, that uh, the, the second part of that film has to do with uh, Dara Campbell, uh, the aforementioned uh, uh, dubbing over uh, some of that film. I, you know, I would love to mm -hmm. see that again uh hey and then yeah that... my plug back into it <laughs> yeah uh that was preceded by a woody woodpecker short which is always fun uh and then yeah uh the the other program was a program uh called 3d rarities which were taken from a uh a blu-ray that Fermanek had produced that flicker alley put out so if you happen to be able to watch uh 3d film i think there's these and more on that uh on that blu-ray so, uh yeah I, there were there were a lot of, like there were some just like trailers uh including for the maze and a few other movies uh i think it came from outer space they had showed the day before uh but then like there's like the first 3d footage which was just like landscape footage shot in dc which was fun to see right outside of dc and then some, like, more, like, test footage of just, like, people throwing things at the camera. There's, a, I guess, the most interesting thing of that was there was what I guess must have been um, a juggler throwing golf balls at, like, a glass table that the camera was below. Because I don't think he could have been throwing them at the lens directly. Um, and then, yeah, some of the, like, more... Narr uh you know not just like tests there was a uh a fun corvette thing that was just like a sort of very long um uh stop motion but full size uh animation of a corvette being built uh that just was like fun and cool uh and you know in 3d just like you know, it was very like basic just like sometimes the stuff would pop out at you uh, and then a really interesting, uh, uh, I forget what it was called. I think it was called Doomtown about that was, uh, uh, done with a journalist who had gone to cover, uh, an atomic test outside of Las Vegas in the fifties that, uh, Fermanek suggested, uh, got, he, it had only been showed a few times when it came out and he said he thought it 
most likely had been suppressed uh, because of the take on atomic testing. Uh, so those were those were a couple of the highlights, but lots of cool stuff in there. There was like footage of uh, an a uh, uh, Brooklyn baseball team that was like a very early semi-professional team that played integrated uh, in the 40s. Yeah, that was fun. Andy? Um, my special presentation is that I, I saw All of Us Strangers um, wow. finally, and I think it's the movie of the year. I, I really respond to Yeah, you to love it. 45 Years, right? I do love 45 Years a lot, yeah. I need to rewatch it. I haven't seen it since theaters. Um, but, yeah, my um, it. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, uh, you know, I had heard a lot about it in, in, in terms of, like, the premise and everything, but I was not quite prepared for how much it would be like an examination of loneliness as like a as like a a state of being and like what that is like and like not necessarily just as like a um as like a problem or whatever but like as like a what what is it what is it to be a you know to be alone and sort of um and and to to have that be your state and like yeah, I don't know. I just I there was a lot that resonated for me in that and like the relationship to to family and like, you know, how how he has left his his family behind uh versus being pulled back to it versus being pulled into this new relationship uh and all that sort of stuff. I know there like there's a lot of controversy about the ending and I'm not going to get into that here. I had a different read on it initially than what I then came to see as like what other people sort of were drawing conclusions about it. Um, but I do think like, and I, and I, I think there's more ambiguity than maybe people are. Maybe, maybe there's not, maybe I just read it wrong at first, but like even, even with a misread of it, I liked the ending a lot. And then, you know, reflecting on like what other people got out of it. I also can find a lot, in 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 the more popular understanding of what that ending is um uh but yeah i i you know uh i i think it's yeah it's it's a really good movie i think it's uh, got some incredible performances uh it really got to me emotionally um yeah all of the strangers andrew haig check it out well i think with that I'll release our audience? I guess so. All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs>